Hello and welcome to the Max Communications 2021 podcast, a series of podcasts where we explore various archives and collections. My name is Faith Williams and I'm joined today by Paul Logie, Archives Assistant for the University of Aberdeen. Hello Paul, would you like to introduce yourself and talk about what you do at the University of Aberdeen? Hi Faith, thanks. Um, yes, I'm uh, an Archives Assistant in Museums and Special Collections. At, uh, at the University of Aberdeen and I've, I've worked there since 2004 um, and I've worked on various projects since that time as part of a small archives team based within special collections um, apart from a brief secondment for a year as um, a project archivist to catalogue papers of the Aberdeen Medical Chirurgical Society in 2009. Obviously, the last year has been a bit a bit different. Um, but normally, I help uh, process new accessions to the archives, um, correspond with depositors, uh, catalogue new material deposited with the archives, but um, also legacy cataloguing and, and uh, transferring old paper catalogues into our CAM database, the the software we we use to catalogue our collections. I also maintain the location list for the various stores that we have in the building, um, answer inquiries and uh, work in various small projects, one of which quite recently involved arranging and cataloguing a large collection of maps and plans. Um, and in the past uh, has included helping to create a rule of honour website resource, which involved writing blog posts and recording information about students, uh, staff and alumni who served in the First and Second World, World Wars. I also carry out research based on the collections in order to write administrative histories about the, the individuals and organisations we have in the archives and to provide information for other departments in the university. Help to digitise archive material as well, and this included scanning our roles of graduates for in order to, to help make them searchable online, um, uh, work with volunteer staff, and uh, just generally provide support to the university university archivist. So what type of material are you dealing with in the collection? Well, as a university archive, we've got a, a wide variety of material. We, we care for the historic records of the of the university and its predecessor institutions. Um, so we have records dating back to the foundation of King's College in 1495, uh, Marshall College in 1593, and the university formed in 1860 from an amalgamation of these two institutions. The university is Scotland's third oldest university and the fifth oldest in the UK. For instance, the, the records relating to King's and Marshall College include detailed resources on the, the founding of the colleges, um, staff and students, financial papers, such as staff salaries and, and routine accounts, uh, legal disputes, um, papers relating to college administration and properties and buildings. And the records we have relating to the university from 1860 includes um, court minutes and papers, uh, student lecture notes, and the, the papers of individual departments and members of staff um, but this institutional archive has also been added to over the years by manuscripts and archives of families, estates, uh, churches, businesses and organisations associated with the university and the northeast of Scotland, 
as well as the literary, academic and antiquarian papers of individuals. So special collections, um, as a result, holds more than 5,000 collections of manuscripts and archives um, dating from antiquity to the 21st century. And it ranges from you know, a single item such as a journal um, to estate collections running to hundreds of boxes. Um, and the, the archives also includes um, collections of medieval and early modern manuscripts, um, 17th to 19th century collections relating to science, medicine, um, Scottish Enlightenment philosophy, um, such as the papers of Thomas Reid, who was the um, sort of chief representative of this Scottish School of Common Sense, and he was born near Aberdeen. Um, and we also have Oriental manuscripts and papyri. Um, and again, because of the, the, the variety of material that we have, um, they, they come in various formats, the, the archives. We have parchment, handwritten on paper, um, typescript, digital format, photographs on glass or paper. We have maps and plans, um, sound recordings and films and digital images. Um, we also hold uh, collections from local institutions who have connections with the university. So there's the Aberdeen College of Education papers, the North of Scotland College of Agriculture and the Rowett Institute of Nutrition and Health. And we also house, although uh, we, we, we do not own um, the historic papers of the Scottish Catholic archives before 1878 and the NHS Grampian archives. There's also the Lives in the Oil Industry Oral History Archive and the Capturing the Energy Project, which aims to promote uh, recognition of the uh, technical and cultural importance of the oil and gas industry and to encourage the retention of records for research and education. Some of our collections are primarily available to search online, and, and this includes the George Washington Wilson Photographic Archive and the Aberdeen Harbour Board Photographic Collection. The George Washington Wilson Collection consists of over 40,000 uh, glass plate negatives uh, produced by the firm uh, between the second half of the 19th century and the, the early 20th century. Um, and Wilson was actually born in the Northeast and became a well-known uh, photographer from the 1850s onwards. And he was became the official royal photographer in Scotland. But the photographs uh, that he and his staff took cover um, the, the whole of Britain and, and they can be searched online. Um, the Aberdeen Harbour Board collection, um, on the other hand, consists of about 6,000 glass plate negatives and they date from the 1880s to about the 1930s and they're mainly images of the harbour and the surrounding area. Um, just to, uh, I should mention in, in addition to the, the, the archives, I should mention the printed and the museum collections that are held within, within the department. We have over 230,000 books dating from the 1460s um, including 231 incunabula uh, which are, are books printed before 1501 
um, and the museum collections are recognised um, as of national significance and um, contain over 300,000 items across a wide range of subjects, uh, human culture, medicine and health and natural history. So, um, sorry, that was quite a long answer to, to your question, but I, just trying to give a sense of the, the variety of the material that are, are, are held with, within museums and special collections and when, within archives in particular. Yeah, it sounds like it goes well beyond that academic remit that you might expect from a university collection. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, um, because we have, um, you know, we're such strong connections with the Northeast and, and um, we, we've taken in a lot of, of material relating to the, the surrounding area and um, institutions uh, connected with the, with the university and people who attended the university as well, former, former students and uh, staff members um, who have donated their papers to, to the archives. I mean, I imagine you get a lot of academic researchers and students and that using the collection, but are there more um, outward people who use, who utilize the collection? What are the more unusual things that people are looking at? Uh, yes, um, well, the, the people who consult the archives, they, they, they do so in the Wolfson reading room and uh, they request material in advance and arrange time to visit, which allows uh, uh, us time to find the material and uh, check its condition uh, and so forth. Um, and um, the, the reading room provided great customer service to, the, to visitors and the archives team are, are really there to support them in relation to locating material or, or providing advice about collections. Um, and in addition to students and, and staff, we do have a, um, a lot of external re researchers from, from other, other universities who, who come to do research on the collections. Um, and also a, a lot of family historians trying try to find out about their, their roots in the, in the Northeast. And we also receive a large number of requests for uh, digital copies of um, archive material and a large number of, of email inquiries relating to the collections, which um, requires a, a lot of research um, to, to answer. The, the staff in museums and, and the special collections are they're a fantastic group of people to work with, and, and it's made up of a number of different teams. Um, and we all work together to, to care for the collections. And there's a lot of communication across the different areas of the department, whether it be the, the conservation team, the, the reading room, rare books, archives or museums. And we work with museum colleagues and, on various projects and across collections as well. Is it all based on site at the University of Aberdeen campus? Yeah, we're, we're based in the, the lower ground floor of the Sir Duncan Rice Library, which opened in 2011. Um, so um, everything's all, all on, on, on that level. Um, and we have a, a conservation studio and, and a reading room, as, as mentioned, um, there that people can come in and, and request 
to, to see uh, material from the archives. So it's a purpose built and we were able to design the, the storerooms and the, the reading room area exactly as we, as we wanted it. And to, uh, we have a lot more space than we used to have in the, in the, the old building where we were based behind um, the King's College. Um, so it's um, yeah, it's it's a a lot of work um, involved in in caring and maintaining for the the archives across a number of storerooms. But um, but it's the the variety of the material that really makes the the job um, enjoyable as well. That's really fantastic. You have a purpose built area to keep your collections what what apart from that which solves a lot of your problems I would imagine but what are the particular challenges that you find managing this collection this very large collection well um I suppose I suppose it is the, the sheer volume of material that we hold I mean it's a it's a, a great thing and it, you know it's a it's a plus point but it's also a, a challenge as I just mentioned, one of the best things about my role is that the variety of material that I get to work with. You can be working with different collections every day, but it is nice sometimes to focus on a project where you spend a bit of time working on one collection and getting to know it in more detail. Just because of the sheer volume of, of the material that we hold, it's, it's not possible to remember absolutely everything about or to know in great detail about every single archive. But I suppose the the trick is knowing where to find that information and um, understanding the links between the different collections that we hold. And what are your hopes for the collection going forward? Well, um, I suppose as a, as a university archive, we want to continue doing what we have been doing for, for many years, and uh, um, that's providing a home for collections relevant to the Northeast and maintaining a, a, an accurate record of the activities of the, the university throughout its history. I suppose ideally we would hope to expand the number of stand, staff working in the archive team. It's, it's just the university archivist, Andrew McGregor and myself at the moment, but obviously with the, the, the scale of the archive, additional staff would allow certain projects to get address that we haven't been able to, to get to ourselves. We would also want to keep improving the online catalogue to the, to the archives. That's a, an ongoing um, task. And uh, we did have two longstanding volunteer staff who were of great help prior to lockdown with, with this. We'd also hope to improve the accessibility of them to information about the archives, um, including perhaps providing more theme content on our web pages, such as the history of the university and individual departments, um, which um, in itself would be aided by, by having better authority records. And obviously looking more closely at how we manage our, our digital records, um, both those created internally as part of the process of, of managing the archives and those that are uh, deposited in the archives too. Do you have 
I mean, you mentioned the Rowett Institute, your maritime and oil records. Do you have lots of links with the local industries or do they sort of come to you? Well, we, we do. We have, I mean, we have quite a close working relationship with um, the oil and gas um, industry as part of the capturing the, the energy project. And we also have, uh, you know, good working relationship with um, a number of external bodies, um, such as the NHS Grampian Archives, who I mentioned, um, we, we um, hold, their archives are held within our stores, although we, we don't own, own the archives. And we have a good, uh, a good relationship with them. Yes, yeah, so we, we are, um, we, we work with a number of different external organisations and, and, and groups and um, we have a close, obviously keep in contact as well with the Aberdeen City Archives um, and, and other local archive groups and, and organisations. With such a large collection, this might be a difficult question to answer, but what is your favourite item? We have lots lots of amazing items in the collections and I suppose the vestry, uh, the Aberdeen vestry uh, quite rightly receives a lot of attention. It's it's a, a manuscript, a illuminated manuscript um, produced in, in England around 1200 and um, it's of added interest as it contains notes and sketches and other evidence of the way it was designed and executed and it's a you know it's a beautiful beautiful item um and but the the collections i, I suppose i like are, are more personal such as um those belonging to individuals and containing personal accounts such as um whaling diaries and travel journals which you know they provide a fantastic insight into a different way of life and experience of people in years gone by. Um, there are also beautifully illustrated volumes of um, Robert Wilson, who attended Marshall College in um, the early 19th century. And he traveled through Europe and Egypt, Syria, Persia and India, among other places in the 1820s. And he also helped to, to find what later became the Anthropological Museum and uh, set up a travelling scholarship and his volumes of journals are, are really a really an amazing resource but so it's, it's, it's impossible to name really one item from the, the variety of collections we hold but I suppose I could say what <laughs> what uh, three of my favourite archive collections are um, and they are uh, the first of these would be the MacDonald um, Maps and Plans collection, which contains over 5,000 um, maps. Um, and this was quite a big cataloging project and involved arranging and cataloging a collection of maps and plans belonging to a succession of surveying firms and relating in particular to Aberdeen in the Northeast. Um, and I, I find it really enjoyable looking through the maps and seeing the development of the, of the city and suburbs of, of Aberdeen, as well as towns in Aberdeenshire through the, the 19th century. And um, some of the maps and plans are, are, are beautiful and works of art really in their, their own right.
another collection of, uh, um, that I really like is the papers of Sir Alexander Ogston, um, who was professor of surgery at the university from 1882 to 1909, and um, was senior surgeon at Aberdeen Royal Infirmary. Um, he graduated from Marshall College and his papers include uh, travel journals and, and two really detailed journals kept during the First World War when he served as a, a military surgeon in Serbia and Italy uh, when he was over 70 years of age and they contain um, insight into the conditions and the reality of working in a, in a military hospital during the war and include letters, photographs, maps enclosed inside um, and his papers also include a lot of material about his immediate and wider family. And they're an amazing record of, of the life of one of the most important medical people to come out of Aberdeen. And um, I suppose the third collection that I'm quite fond of is the, the student show papers. Um, we've done a lot of work recently on the student show collections, um, and that in, including um, audiovisual material, which was digitised by Max Communications, which we were uh, really pleased with. And this was all in preparation for the online exhibition we've recently completed. And it's been really nice working on something that contains a lot of fun and uh, lighthearted material. And that meant a lot to the students who took part in it over the years. And, and it's become an annual tradition in the, in the university calendar. It's a, it's a very visual collection and comprising programmes, posters, photographs of cast members and crew. And it was, it was just a nice project to work on. And most of the hard work and design of the online exhibition was put in by Emma Raymond, who's the assistant curator. And you can see the, the results of the online exhibition on our web pages. Do you have other things available for people to view? Yes, um, there's a whole host of, of um, material online that you can you can look at. I mentioned the George Washington Wilson photograph, photographic archive that's, that's online. You can search that. Um, there's information relating to the Thomas Reed papers, um, our oral history collections um, as, as well. There's... Um, you can access the website relating to the Aberdeen Bestiary. And there's some fantastic and really detailed images of the, of the Bestiary there that you can view. And a whole host of information about um, our, our printed collections and our, our museum collections and access to um, um, our, our current, obviously our current exhibition um, and, and past exhibitions as well. Fantastic. I'll have, definitely have to check out the student show um, stuff, see if I can find any embarrassing photos of my brother from when he attended. <laughs> and thank you so much for talking to me today, Paul. It's been a real delight hearing about the vast treasures that you have in your collection. Truly incredible amount of material. Although North East Scotland is a big area, so should be expected yeah. i suppose yes yeah well thanks thanks very much cheers paul thank you thank you bye